Dear friends, the vaccination programs underway for various age groups in our country and the fast-paced business activities are some positive developments in the present scenario. We should look towards a prosperous future in the earnest hope that our day-to-day lives will be back to the old normal. While we are brimming with excitement about our country's formidable capabilities in vaccine manufacturing, malicious actors have also paid heed to it and are vying to gain from these developments. This issue of CyberPulse presents an overview of the increasing targets and attacks on healthcare institutions in many countries. It has been a repeated call to the healthcare community to enhance their cybersecurity maturity levels and take cues from other sectors like BFSI or manufacturing. Suspension of online payment transactions at Federal Reserve due to an operational error reminds us again about the complex nature of technology, as it interacts with obsolete processes and people struggling to keep pace with the accelerating knowledge. It is time to review and improve business continuity planning, or BCP, practices. We would like to recall our webinar on this topic that was conducted in collaboration with industry professionals, a couple of months ago and it should serve as a ready reckoner to assess your organization's BCP preparedness. Our infographic for this month is a visual synopsis of RBI's master circular on digital payment security controls. Our new offerings on security awareness through flipbooks and downloadable PDFs would also surely interest you. We are committed to take stock of the quality and readability of this newsletter on a month-on-month basis. This is also a small moment to celebrate as we release the sixth issue of the audio version of our newsletter in this issue. We are grateful and sincerely look forward to your unwavering patronage in our mission to spread cyber awareness through this publication. With warm regards, Nan Kumar. March 18, 2021. News Stories Research Reports India ranks second among countries targeted by cyber attacks in Asia. IBM's 2021 X-Force Threat Intelligence Index discusses cyber attacks in India during the last year. The report claims that the pandemic influenced the cyber threat landscape during this period. Ransomware accounted for 40% of the attacks on Indian companies. The report also refers to increases in cryptocurrency mining and crypto jacking attacks in the country. The highest number of attacks were reported in May and June, as many organizations transitioned during the nationwide lockdown in this period. The report has been compiled after assessing about 150 billion security events per day across 130 countries. Report on Stalkerware's impact on India and other nations. Stalkerware, a secret surveillance software, has affected 4,627 users in India in the last year. This is one among the key findings of the State of Stalkerware 2020, released by Kaspersky. Thought affecting countries of all sizes, Russia, Brazil and the USA topped the list of nations affected by this malicious tool in the last year. India stands at the fourth place among the list of affected nations. Stalkerware's stealth mode enables the app to stay hidden in the user's device and it has variety of functions to intrude into the victim's privacy. Healthcare, cyber attacks on the rise. There has been an increasing number of cyber attacks on the pharma industry across the globe. The origin of the cyber attack campaigns has been traced to Russia, China, Middle East, and North Korea. Hackers target COVID-19 vaccine research data, patient information, clinical trials data, supply chain and vaccine product information. Reports suggest that Chinese hackers attacked IT systems of Indian COVID-19 vaccine makers Serum Institute and Bharat Biotech. Chinese hacking group APT-10, also known as Stone Panda, has identified vulnerabilities in the IT infra and supply chain software of these pharmaceutical companies. The motive for these attacks appears to be to siphon off intellectual property and thereby achieve a competitive advantage over Indian companies.
Even the Oxford University's COVID lab was a victim of a cyber attack and this is believed to have originated from Russia. The public safety answering points, or PSAPs, have been targeted through TDOS, or telephony denial of service, attacks in the USA. The PSAPs are call centers responsible for connecting callers to emergency services such as police, firefighting, or ambulance. TDOS delays the response time of these services and it might lead to grave consequences, including loss of life. Check our term of the month section in this issue to know more about TDOS. Insights Since the advent of COVID-19, healthcare organizations are experiencing a surge in cyber attacks, specifically from nation-state threat actors. These attacks are in the form of ransomware, malware that compromises the integrity of systems or exfiltrates intellectual property, and or denial of service, or DOS, attacks that disrupt medical facilities' ability to provide patient care. In order to defend from such attacks, healthcare organizations should establish strong cyber defense. They should have effective cyber security policies and training. Further, they should mandate equally strong controls on the vendors to ensure that cyber criminals are not able to penetrate into their systems through third parties. Also, they should periodically conduct security examinations in the form of vulnerability assessment and penetration testing to evaluate their preparedness and identify and mitigate the gaps. Lastly, they should have a strong incident response plan in place to contain and overcome the compromise. Outages in US Federal Reserve and TD Bank's operations. The IT operations of the United States Federal Reserve were disrupted for a few hours in the last week of February. An operational error affected the multiple payment systems that are used to transact trillions of dollars. It also affected most of the electronic services offered by the regulator like wire transfers. Banks, government agencies and business houses rely on Fedwire, the payment system of the Federal Reserve to transfer money within the US banking system. In another incident, TD Bank in Canada suffered major IT outage. As a result, their customers were not able to log in to their online accounts. The incident also led to ATM outage and affected phone banking services. The bank was able to restore operations in a few hours. Insights The current pandemic has highlighted the importance of business continuity planning for organizations. Business continuity is of paramount importance, especially for key financial institutions, as any operational or technological issues may impact an organization's services and customers adversely. While even the best prepared and resourced organizations can be surprised by the unknowns, in general, it helps if organizations strategize and plan for business continuity considering the key aspects of redundancy, address local failures, continuous operations, safeguard through backup or planned maintenance, and recovery, recover from an incident including a site failure. It is also important to note that over 60% of IT outages or disaster events are caused by human error. Developing a plan involves the following activities. First, identification of scope, key business areas, critical functions, dependencies between various business areas and functions. Second, determination of acceptable downtime for each critical function and creation of a plan for maintaining the operations. Third, conducting adequate testing of the plan. Fourth, periodical review and enhancement of the plan. Check Rebit's webinar on business continuity planning for more actionable insights on the topic. India's defense against Chinese cyber attacks. State-sponsored Chinese hackers have launched cyber attacks on India's power sector recently as per the claims of a report published by Recorded Future, a firm in the US. 
The Indian government has confirmed that these attacks were not successful in causing data breaches in India's power sector. Government officials have said that additional safeguards were deployed after the alerts issued by Indian Computer Emergency Response Team or CERT-IN. Check here for more details about the report of Recorded Future on the cyber attacks of China on Indian power grids in the last year. Insights Battles have traditionally been fought in the air, on the ground, under the sea, and in the last several years, in cyberspace. The advent and rapid adoption of the internet has opened up a whole new front for attacks and warfare which has no traditional boundaries. State and non-state actors seek to use this front to attack a country and disrupt its underlying fabric thereby potentially crippling many essential or critical services such as power, banking, financial sector, transport and telecommunications. Hence, nations have to develop the capability to defend themselves and if required launch countermeasures. National Critical Information Infrastructure Protection Center, or NCIIPC, is India's nodal agency for safeguarding vital cyber assets. It is also responsible to provide strategic leadership and protection across several government departments to respond to cyber security threats identified against the nation's critical information and infrastructure. Organizations hosting or responsible for running the nation's critical infrastructure are required to adhere to its rules and information security practices published for protected systems. Such attacks need to be responded to and thwarted by presenting a cohesive front. Vulnerabilities in government servers and phishing attacks on senior officials Certain researchers published a blog post with purported details of vulnerabilities and critical findings in India government servers. The data included 35 credentials, 3 sensitive files and over 13,000 instances of personally identifiable information, or PII, and dozens of police FIRs. In response, India's National Cyber Security Coordinator, or NCSC, said that remedial actions pertaining to critical information were taken by National Critical Information Infrastructure Protection Centre, or NCIIPC, and that the CERT-IN has informed the remaining departments. He also added that some action could be pending at state level and his department was monitoring the same. Check our paper on Responsible Vulnerability Disclosure Program in the Rabbit Update section. MITY, or the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology, also has alerted other departments about senior officials being targeted in phishing attacks. In another development, the report on the October 12th outage prepared by the state cyber cell of Maharashtra police hinted at a possible cyber attack for the incident. Besides, the report also mentioned 14 Trojan horse programs had entered the Maharashtra State Electricity Transmission Company, or Mahatransco, servers. Insights Boards of directors of government companies and senior management of government departments should continuously review and monitor the cybersecurity posture of their organizations and ensure that corrective measures are taken by the cybersecurity teams on a regular basis. As a first step towards security, government departments should assess the cybersecurity measures that have been implemented and benchmark the same against global best practices. One of the effective tools to defeat phishing attack is user awareness. Educating the employees including third-party contractors regarding best practices in cybersecurity can go a long way in preventing such attacks. Further, cybersecurity awareness should be a continual process and not a one-time activity. Law Enforcement Action on Cyber Frauds Bank Employee Arrested for 3.2 Crore Fraud An employee of a private bank was arrested by the Bidhanagar Cyber Cell in Kolkata for his alleged involvement in siphoning of 3.2 crore. The accused had altered the victim's mail ID and phone number before committing the crime. 
The victim stopped receiving alerts as the contact details were changed. Lack of appropriate controls on accessing the details of the customers by the employees have resulted in such fraudulent activities. Major online racket busted by Mumbai Cyber Police. More than 250,000 people across the country were duped of 4 crore by a gang of four who carried out online frauds. The arrested are part of a gang that had created fake websites and mobile apps using fake identification numbers. Frauds were carried out under the garb of sanctioning loans in programs that resembled national schemes launched by the government. In another case, members of a card cloning racket were arrested. The accused allegedly duped several people by cloning their debit and credit cards. The Mumbai police are yet to ascertain the volume of the fraud. Swapping of ATM cards. Four held in Noida. In another case, four people were arrested for swapping ATM cards. They specifically targeted senior citizens by pretending to help them. The gang has been active for more than two years. What else did we read this month? Here are some good reads, which did not make the cut, but may interest you. First, fraud alert, NHAI warns of fake sale of FAS tags online, here's what you should do. Second, US cities disclose data breaches after vendors ransomware attack. Third, Microsoft says it found 1000 plus developers fingerprints on the Solovins attack. REBIT update. A cup of tea to cybersecurity. There are new and varied cyber crimes happening every day. This is alarming for the common netizen. It is essential to know the basics of securing yourself as you use various common internet applications. The Rabbit Security Pros have created some tools for this purpose. This set of handbooks, available for free download, is our attempt to guide non-techies and equip you with the know-how to keep cyber threats at bay. Opportunities to work in Rabbit. Rabbit is always on the lookout for passionate individuals. We work with seasoned cybersecurity professionals, staunch systems audit personnel, ACE project managers, technology and policy researchers, support service experts. Check our careers page for a sneak peek into our work culture. We are currently hiring for research and innovation and project management verticals. From our knowledge repository. Responsible vulnerability disclosure. Software and software-based products have vulnerabilities. Left unaddressed, these vulnerabilities pose a risk to the systems on which they are deployed as well as the people who depend on them. In order for vulnerable systems to be fixed, those vulnerabilities must first be found. Once found, they must be patched or configurations must be modified accordingly. Collaboration between technology service providers and security researchers is an important part of information security best practice. Security researchers, as well as customers, academics, journalists, and tech hobbyists, often discover vulnerabilities, and organizations both public and private, can benefit from having in place a mechanism for disclosing them and a process to work with such disclosures. Timely intervention can not only prevent technical losses but also help in averting reputational crisis. This white paper discusses the different models of vulnerability disclosures presently in practice. Several case studies from different geographies providing brief synopsis of how different countries have shaped or are in the process of shaping their responsible, coordinated vulnerability disclosure policies are discussed. Download this white paper in PDF form. Voice your view. Let us know your take on CyberPulse. Your feedback is vital to improving the quality of our editions. Do send us your feedback at communications at rabid.org.in.